What's going on, everybody? It's the motherfucking Nerd Rap Podcast. And I got a few more minutes before I clock into work. And I want to give my thoughts on Big Pun. Um, and the interesting relationship now we have to have with Big Pun. And kind of my retort to certain people. Um, I've always stood firm on holding people accountable for their wrongdoings. And regardless of what they've done, you know, in terms of entertainment value, that somebody that did inexcusable things should be held to an account. So I'm not going to go into this to disregard the fact that Big Pun was abusive towards his wife and his son. That there was clear footage from pistol whipping her with a Mac Mac 10. So any declaration of saying Big Pun is an inspiration to me in terms of hip hop has always been solely dedicated to his ability to rap. I don't know rappers personally. And I don't use this as a cop out to sing praises for Pun because this isn't what this is about. But it's more so for the people who don't quite understand the weird dynamic being Afro-Latino is when you see like a Puerto Rican rapper you don't got that many we got Cortez we got Coscuela and I mean they don't really appeal to me they appeal to Puerto Ricans just not you know Afro-Puerto Ricans if you want to be real and that's more so for that Chicana Chicano type of vibe you know other Latinos get that it, it, that, ain't, that doesn't appeal to us for real. You know, the closest we had one that appealed to us was like Don Omar. If you want, want to be real, out of all the mainstream Puerto Rican rappers, I mean, Fat Joe too, but I mean, he's not Afro Latino. Green eyed white man. We just want, want to be, be 100. Yeah, I think damn near Irish. He's damn near Irish. You want to be real. And but the shit that makes me uh, get mad at certain people sometimes, especially in hip hop. Um, it's twofold. Um, for one, I think people don't understand that it's very weird to have a relationship with certain figures in the hip hop community being biracial. Um, I've always kind of never really talked about it on a podcast, but. I have to realize that that's something that I have to always battle with as well. So I figured that I wanted to type of explore that briefly on a podcast. Um, it's it's a unique dynamic um, because I did grow up in a Latin family, a Latino family, um, going to Puerto Rico every summer, going to Puerto Rico every month. I wasn't drenched in Latin culture. I wasn't drenched in um, just... Uh, how Christmas in Puerto Rico was you it wasn't about gifts you would eat you would go to everyone's house yeah I would all cook big dinners and it was about time spent to to with each other like like we we valued time spent the laughing that we that that that's the culture of Puerto Rico called some of the happiest people in a newspaper go to see my grandfather buy his house and buy him home and go to Plaza de America you know, I don't speak the best Spanish, but I was inert. I was inert. I was innately tied to that, that that culture. You know that that that's how I grew up. How my mother 
raised us. She, that was always the energy she had, the better or for worse. You know, even in our worst times, we always try to spend time with each other. We always try to, you know, put our family above, you know, put our family above everything. You know, that was always that was always the big thing with us. So when moms got to the point that, you know, I got involved with hip hop and I started hanging out. You know, because I hung out with predominantly black people my whole life. So, like, I've never had this question of if I'm black or not. I mean, I kind of don't have a choice. I'm I'm black. But at the same token, there was always a unique relationship I did have with a lot of people around me. Because, for the most part, I was probably one of the few Afro-Latinos around the area. Like, when they said it was Puerto Rican Al, you know, he's Latin, right? But, like, he's Latin. And... He ain't never been to Puerto Rico day in his life. And, like, a lot of them. Like, even to this day when I meet someone in Puerto Rican, like, they've never been a day in their life. Like, I was born there. Like, I was born in Rio Piedras, Puerto Rico. Like, my grandma, my grandmother lived in Guanabo. That was the main area we used to be in. Go to La Pella. We would go to Bayamon. We, San, San Juan, that was a tourist attraction. No one lives there. Like it's actually an area right by there that they live in. So I lived in Plaza de. So I remember where my grandmother's neighborhood was. It was like a gated community, and then it was like next to this big, large apartment complex. I always remembered it because when we would leave the gates, there's always like these three like transvestite prostitutes that would be on like the and not not no disrespect. It's just, we we we. We saw that early as kids, so that was my first time ever seeing like a transsexual person. So when I got older and started seeing people wear dresses, it kind of didn't really surprise me because niggas been wearing dresses. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that interesting fun fact, and I, I I had an interesting relationship with my blackness my whole life. Um. And it's something that I had to learn to truly embrace as my own. Because, you know, like, niggas used to tell me I wasn't, like, black for the certain things I like to eat. And I'm like, yo, I, like, we eat fried chicken, dog. Like, I could just see some chicken good and put that shit on a skillet, bro. And, like, I'd be set, bro, with some rice and beans and seasons of rice. Like, you know, I'm, I was cool, bro. Like, that. that's... Like, don't get it confused. Puerto Rico's fried chicken. Don't get it fucked up. It's just there's a certain way we do cook our shit that is a little, little different. It's not. It may not be as battered, or it may not have as much flour. It's just gonna be fried a little way. So you know, for move to Charlotte, motherfuckers is whatever. And I will say, you around Baltimore, you go a little bit more up the road, and you get into like urban environment, you do see a lot more Afro Latino black and so it, it i felt a little more yeah like i felt a little more at home when i was in baltimore versus when i came to charlotte it really felt like an alien to an extent i mean and naturally i'm not saying there weren't other biracial kids around me but that is a dynamic that i don't even think was unique to me i just think it was unique to being black but biracially like you're, you're biracial in the sense of culturally you legitimately didn't grow up a nerd in American black culture. You grew up in, in a black environment, of course, because my grandmother's grandmother's black, 
a lot of my family in Puerto Rico is still black. So it's not like I grew up around goddamn the Brady Bunch. But at the same token, it's just the customs and the the way people just carried themselves. So it's just a little different. <laughs> just a little different of nature. So I've always had a unique relationship in that. I I always find it weird when there's a, a dissonance between between emotions um, because I never would put faith in someone of being like a big pun as the inspiration for anything else other than what they did for the fact that it gave Puerto Ricans visibility fam like you, you know even though mind you it wasn't a Puerto Rican that looks like me it's still an energy that I could have vibe with a lot more than other rappers that were coming out. I mean, a lot of dudes like Lloyd Banks, he had Puerto Rican. I mean, you feel what I'm saying? So it's, that's not unique to me. But at the same time, it's like, especially coming straight from the island and seeing somebody rep the flag. A lot don't do it proudly. So, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's something, like, even now, like me being, you know, pro-black, me being just being so entrenched in after I went down my hall of knowledge, it's still something I had to realize that I can't ignore that part of myself as well. And in fact, it had to empower my blackness. You know, the Afro-Latino uh, experience is a beautiful one. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the African custom that influenced it. You know, I researched and it, it just gave me a richness of self and it, it, it helped me be in a more healthy space. So there was always an idolization I had for just seeing that mix of my cult, of both of my Latin roots and my my African origins all together. It's weird, weird, weird thing to focus in on, but blame me for you know wanting to see myself and the, the culture I love. But I can't excuse anything that Big Pun has done. Um, will I still not still acknowledge him as somebody who influenced my style of rapping? Yeah, I, I mean I have to, just for her, just for you know, journalistic integrity purposes. And can I ignore his contribution to hip hop and just my personal biases? That's why I went on this long diatribe. Yeah. However. I, I can't excuse what he did. Um, I can't listen to a lot of rappers anymore because of the things they say or do. Um, I can't listen to DMX the same way I did. I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't listen to him the same way. I haven't listened to DMX in a while, and I think mentally where I was in that dark-ass place, I'm not there no more in some of the subject matter that he used to speak about in terms of, you know, raping, raping people and shit. Like, I can't. I can't I can't bump that no more. You know what I mean? Like I'm 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 I got I got kids in my house. You see what I'm saying? Like I, I I'm in a different headspace and I don't listen to pun anymore. You know what I mean? I haven't listened to really hip hop in a second, you know what I mean? You know, I, I'll bump like something nowadays. Like I still bump Nas, I still fuck with Boss, I still fuck with you no, know, I'll play I'll play some guys now. Benny every now and then, but that drug dealer shit after a while I don't wanna hear that shit for 
I, I want to hear something else, bro. Like, I don't know. I, I like when niggas used to rap about topics and shit, bro. Like, yo, man, like this happened or this happened. Like, now to be like, yo, man, I flipped the work in the pack. I'm talking 50 to sack. Him with the nine to keep the flip of the pack. I get it, bro, but like, you know, he said this in five other songs, bro. Like, every song can't just be you self incriminating yourself. Like, at a point, let's, you know what I mean? Like, let's get, let's get to it. But, uh, at the same time, I just feel like, I don't know, man. My relationship with, with the rap that I used to fuck with had to change. That's why when niggas say now, like, hip-hop ain't what it used to be, a lot of these figures we looked at in the 90s were troubled, bro. A lot of these niggas was, was like, Coogee Rap. But I thought he was a monster, but you slick was nasty, bro. You fucking with that superhead. She was a child at the time. Like, 15, 16, bro. You was damn near 30. Man, you lost your apple seeds, bro. Like, I'm 28 right now. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so I kind of look at it like, damn, nigga, I'm about to be 29. Fuck, fuck, I like talking to somebody. 50. That was you. You know what I mean? But you rapping about flipping the car, telling some work with a 15 year old. A lot of these niggas, bro. A lot, a lot of these niggas, man. I, 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 a lot of these niggas that make me look at them like that, man. Just keep it a bean. A lot, of, a lot of these niggas, man. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't know. I just my relationship with hip hop has always been very weird. And I usually try to use what I do in hip hop as kinda like, you know, just wanting to give the essence of that boom bap that I grew up on, because I loved it, but with a different energy. Like there's more cognizant of the more harmful aspects of it. Like I love the vibe. I love the greediness, man. I grew up man, I used to bump just being in Baltimore when I was a youngin', like that that that's the imagery that sticks with me. Anytime I hear some, you put some old 90s boom bap on. Because I remember that's all I used to hear. Going down to the basement, seeing my stepfather cut everybody up in the neighborhood. Going outside to play. You know what I mean? That, that, that. So, pun, pun and all that is just every time I hear that, it's like I hear my childhood just play. I hear how I was growing up. We was just watching Dragon Ball Z in the morning. Go outside, niggas bumping comp, but niggas bump, you know, a bunch of Jay Z Rockefeller shit at the time. You know how niggas gave it up. Jay Z was making the best shit in the street. Yeah, so shit, that shit was on blast all up down the block and shit. So that that was that was when that was my childhood. So that era of hip hop is gonna be always synonymous to me with hip hop in itself. And when I recognize a lot of the harmful aspects of it that were normalized and most importantly normalized certain figures to me, like. I fuck with Big Pun as a rapper, but would I say that I look up to him as a person? Nah. But the moment I put that framework on him, it immediately made me realize that I might not be able to fuck with a lot of dudes that I really grew to look at as inspirations in in, in hip hop. You know what I mean? It's kind of sad to me. Um, it's 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 just kind of sad to me, man. I just I just think we can. I think we can do better. I personally feel. I just I feel we can do better. But. Oh. It was just hard. Uh, it's Black History Month. Um, I wanted to talk about this. Um, 
too. I had to argue with some people about why I don't participate. And I figured, you know, hey, I had a conversation about my blackness. Um, something I do wrestle with, unfortunately. Um, I still do have a cultural d- dissonance sometimes. Um, even now, I'm 29. I've, grown, I've, I've lived in the States most of my life, so it's not like I'm not American. I'm very American in terms of the things that I prefer and like. But I do have somewhat of an outside perspective as well from standing outside of it. And, and you know, like, especially when I talk to Caribbean people, there just is an instant, like, just certain sensibility, certain, like, like concerns and, like, you, you, there's a general a loop, there's a general cool of like I'm legitimately just minding my business. I'm I'm just trying to chill, man. Like it, it, you know what I mean. Like there's there's a le- there's a real level relaxed. I think there's a level of a competitive aggressiveness to a lot of American people, and especially when I moved here, just this level of like it's just certain it's just certain ego that you can come to a place and then like indoctrinate yourself in something and now you know about it more than I do and the bigger thing especially coming into black history month was I don't participate in artificial celebration of cultures um I had to ingratiate myself in Puerto Rico and learn my blackness through the fact that I had to learn that just because we're all Puerto Rican doesn't mean all Puerto Ricans are the same uh, my grandmother's a black woman. Uh, she was a black woman, uh, one of 19 to 20 sisters. Uh, most of them, unfortunately, have passed. Um, I did get a chance to meet a lot of them. Uh, one day we at our cousin uh, Glicella house. Um, she lived in a nice house in Puerto Rico. And I mean, we, we were at Glicella house. And Glicella had... You know, made sandwiches and shit. Shit just slick nasty for real. But you know, of course, my grandmother came. You know, she got 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 in the kitchen. You know, grand grandma, God bless her, man. I love, I love, I love Abuela, um, um, Vicenta Rivera Power. Uh, she, she, uh, that woman is the embodiment of strength in our family. Just, just so y'all aware. I come from a family of a lot of strong women, um, and y'all can see naturally a, a lot of women get born in my family. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I always had, uh, a, 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 a nice, strong relationship with blackness. I guess that was the one positive of the fact that even in Puerto Rico, you know, my first example is my grandmother who she was stern. She was loving, she was loving to death. Like she loved, kissed you, hugged you, you know, any chance she got, she liked to cook meals, she wanted to spend time, like, we, we didn't watch TV in Puerto Rico, and partially because she ain't had no fucking cable, but then, just the environment of Puerto Rico was, you know, we were there to, to, to be, be with each other, and, and spend time, and, you know, and we had fun, man, like, that, that, that was some of the best times of my life with my grandmother, God bless her, um, I haven't been able to visit Puerto Rico just trying to get my life together in years. And I don't think you understand that with the hurricane, like that hit me different. Like most of my childhood was down that neighborhood of my grandmother's street. You know what I mean? Like every summer, like every summer while niggas running down the street, like I was in Puerto Rico. You know what I mean? So I come back to school in the United States. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's still American territory. It's just, you know, you come to the United States and it's just cognitive dissonance kind of come jumping back and forth and seeing Puerto Rico they hearing people talk about Puerto Rico the way they do 
or say things about Puerto Ricans, like, oh, all y'all black. And I'm like, you know, no, we're not all black. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, he, he, he Puerto Rican, too. He said he don't look like a Puerto Rican. And, like, you be want to jam a nigga. See, someone from the island understand that it's the culture of Puerto Rico that we are familiar with. It's not a, a skin color because you don't look like a Puerto Rican. It's a culture. It, 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 it's, it's that, it's that. Is listening to Suavemente Besame Like it's hearing that in the morning while your grandmother's cooking in the fucking kitchen. That's that's what that's what Puerto Rico is. That that's it's it's smelling it's, it's smelling the certain spices and herbs in the morning. It 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 it's going outside your grandmother building a puzzle on the kitchen table while she got a uh, parrot and you hear cookie going off from the um it's like a fro- type frog in um, Puerto Rico. That's what that's that's what you get from that's what you get from Puerto Rico. That 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 it's a culture, man, and and you know, I I I always wanted to discuss that weird dichotomy that black of of blackness. Um, and it's, it's hard, you know. what I mean, it's hard uh, to talk to a lot of people who aren't even cognizant of that dissonance. Um, they're not even cognizant of the fact that there is a weird understanding of a social construct when you go to where it's con- because and being Afro Latino it blurs it. You know what I mean? It 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 it, it blurred it because technically we don't exist. Being Latino doesn't exist as a race. It exists as a designation based on a culture due to slavery. Like it was created, it's a byproduct of slavery. Like it's just a bunch of biracial people who brought who who all were forced together, um, under and around the Caribbean islands, which means that this mixed with the Taínos, mixed with Spaniards, and mixed with Africans, and some Carib people who had went over to those islands. And those were the people who. Mm, they said there was like a colony that disappeared from Roanoke, but those people were banished from the Mayan. No, they were bi- people who were banished, and they were the Caribs, and they went to the Caribbean, and then the Taínos. And I I did a real deep dive into Puerto Rico one day, and um, so when you have those three influxes of people, and they all fuse together, and then you have all these different colors, um. And this, then the third, it it is peculiar indeed. I will say that it, it is it 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 is a weird dichotomy to try to understand. Um, I will say. Okay, let me get back to work, y'all. I'm do part two. <laughs>